I guess we did need to shoot it in the face. They call that the bow. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 100 and summer 67 with Jason and Randy and school's out. And I don't know what to do with myself and my kids and everything. It's going to be crazy. Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. When was your last? Friday. Uh, the day before this drops. Uh, oh, so it's this week. <laughs> yeah, so it's we still have two more yet. days. Yeah. Okay, you still have two more days. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my kids got out on last Friday and this, the Monday following, for some reason they did the last day of school on a Monday, who cares? I don't know, how can you possibly be, hang on, done with school already, four days before we are, we had the same snowfall. <laughs> Maybe we start earlier, I'm not sure. Maybe they care less about their education, possibly. This is a sh- I saw your, I saw your comment on the Facebook. So I was going to piggyback on. I did. I, I commented on the Facebook. I don't do anything on Facebook anymore. Uh, yeah, you did about the. Um, somebody gave some wise crack about uh, why do we have 180 days of school <laughs> when the last five days are just you know no thought put into that question. No, oh, there's not. A How lot. did it go? Let's explain. So when something like uh, let's see what the the thread. Why do into. we Why do we bother having 180 days of school when the last five days are always just a a taper towards the summer anyway something mm-hmm. like that something to that effect yes and you of course chimed in and said what does it matter the length of the school year the last five days are always <laughs> going to be a taper yeah which is should be obvious wait too. you could see that post i thought that was in that yeah. private group no no it popped up a lot of stuff pops up i know well that's why i don't use the facebook because nothing's mm-hmm. private. Yeah, it pops up so-and-so commented on this so-and-so commented on that it's, I, it's great yeah that sidebar thing is the worst for like, yeah, it was right in the center, right in the main feed whoa, whoa. there. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I was going to be like, I didn't know which side to take. I wanted to chime in, maybe take his side, take your how side. How do you? Uh, how do? You, <laughs> how do you going to take his side? I just for fun. You know what's funny though? So yeah, here's the thing. Does anyone else think 180 days of quote unquote school, which what? A yeah, it was in quotes. Sure. So. Uh, <laughs> is not really accurate if the last five days are basically academic academically coasting downhill. Right. And I said, no matter how many days, you would still have the wind down days. I was very careful to not use the term uh, downhill or whatever. And you know what else? The comment right below me was by a teacher. Oh, yeah. It was like, no coasting here. Oh, yeah. Jerk face. He didn't say jerk face. I know. Yeah, that would have been the better angle. Yeah. All the good teachers are following the (laughs) curriculum. Yeah. Well, so we had a conference with my... uh, with my, my son's teacher and maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get into that a little more. Uh, maybe not. I don't know if to see how the, uh, the show goes, but, uh, she said we have, we're starting a new unit today. She's like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, so you she said, like, what yeah. about the winding down? <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I don't, I, yeah, there are, there, it's the end of school year and there's not a lot going on, but they have three days left to school. And she's like, yeah, we're starting a two unit. It's a small unit, but I think they're going to like it. So I think yeah. so. Good for her. I mean, just like, I'd yeah. run them ragged right to the last day. I mean, we did it with sports. I would do that. Soccer, right to the last soccer practice. The kids Boom. have checked out, but a lot of them have. Like, my Maybe, kids all of a sudden yeah, are asleep. Some, like, I've had to get my kids out of bed the last two days. So, um, we'll get them to bed earlier, I think is your answer. Well, part of it's like, it's nice out. So, uh, we're staying out. It's not only that. Yeah. We're staying they stay out late, late, but we're like, 
going to the end. So it's a lot more like energy exerted in the same time. Like they may go to bed at 8.15 instead of 8, 8 or not 8.30 mm-hmm. instead of 8 o'clock. But the energy exerted was like, boom, right till 8 o'clock, not to this like, yeah. you know, 6 and dinner, then goof around. And so it's tough. And swimming. It's, um, oh, yes, yeah, swimming. The pool is they, exhausting. You ever thought about having them join like a swim team? They are. They're going to join a swim team this summer. They are. They're going to join a swim team. Yeah. Man, I got to get on board with this. If it was me, it, on... if it was up to me, they would, wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. Don't, let no. Me, let me re- make sure I phrase that correctly. It's not that I don't okay. want it to happen, but if it was up to me, it wouldn't happen because I just I don't know how to do those things. It's all my wife. She's on top of stuff. I see. It's a positive remark. Yeah, yeah it's a positive. It's not like it's up to me. We wouldn't do it. It's stupid. All, uh, all four of them are going to be on the swim team. I don't know, but Helen passed the deep end test at the one pool, so she's uh, a swimmer enough, qualified enough to. I'm not going to throw her in the deep end of the ocean and say, "Yeah, get back to land." But isn't it she, all the deep end? Yes, that was a joke. <laughs> so I'm having a tasty beer with a funny name. I just noticed the name. It's called Greenhead IPA. Do you know what a greenhead is? No, it's an awful fly. That oh yeah, greenheads right? Yeah, okay. Terrible yeah. flies. They and, bite you. Yeah, they hurt. And it's when you have a wind which is uh, coming in, so it's westward, right? So the wind well, blows the, the flies coast, in yeah. off the yeah. yeah right, right. I think they call it an an easterly wind. Yeah, because it means comes it's from coming the east. out of the east. Yeah, I'm not good with that stuff. But it's a funny name, and because those flies are the worst. Oh, and there's a picture of one on this beer. Yeah, Anyways, I have a I have a story about. The, yeah, the beers I have one as well. Mine isn't called Greenhead. Uh, I used to ride. Um, I still do sometimes. I'd ride my bike around in the the woods nearby here, and on one particular day, there were a lot of greenheads out, and they can fly very, very fast. Was my experience. So, and what what would happen is I'd be riding down these trails, and I would turn I turn my head around and look, and there's a swarm. Of these greenheads, uh, inches from the back of my head, like those, they're just I, uh, yeah. And then deer flies, of course, those are actually deer flies. I think maybe but inevitably the there's family. like a, a, a log down, and there's like a big tree that fell over in the trail that yeah. I couldn't get over, so I have to stop, get off the bike, and like jump yeah. over the thing, and they, they just devour me. Yes, they're just chomping on my face and my ears and my mm. arms and everything, and going bonkers to get out of there. It was terrible. So did you do you know do you ever look at what they do? They're they're all the same family and they're called like masticating flies or something. Because what they do is they insert your their mouth or their teeth or their mandibles, I guess it's actually called a mandible, into your skin and then they like go back and forth and like scissors. And like like that's why they hurt so much. Yeah. It's funny. So I like I ran that uh long ish trail race last weekend Mm -hmm. and in the morning I have this jacket which is completely mesh, but it has a hood, which works well against those things, which I don't wear, but like maybe twice a year, but I've had the thing for whatever. Anyways, but I brought it with me and I was ready to bring it out on the trail. And I was like, I asked the people that were running the race. I'm like, do you know how the deer, deer fly situation is? And she's like, what's a deer fly? I don't, I don't know. She's like, I know there's ticks. I'm like, I don't care about ticks. And she looked at me like I had three heads. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a tick can get on me and then I can take the tick off later. And it's not like a right. constant nuisance for the next like hours that i'm gonna be out here so those deer flies buzzing around your head constantly is the worst it ruins the experience it does and then you wonder like man what if we were camping out here or going on a hike or hunting waiting sitting in some place trying to shoot something in the face (laughs) three episodes in a row we've said that (laughs) 
<laughs> shooting something in the face. I Speaking think, of outdoorsy things, go I, on. So you're I was going to say, I don't think you actually want to shoot them in the face because don't you want to put the face on your wall when you're done? There's something. Maybe that I, – I don't know. I think you're supposed to hit them right in the heart, but then so. you might accidentally eat the bullet. Uh, and I don't get what? it. Really? I don't know. Well, this is let's not talk about this anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So it, it's you, summer. You, you can talk. Yes. Yeah. It's summer and we have this is a recurring thing for us every year. Summer? It's warm in this area. The, the climate is changing, <laughs> yeah. getting warmer yeah, faster, maybe. maybe. Works. Um we have a river nearby and a lake nearby. Yeah. And you know, we, we ride our bikes by there and there's always people out on canoes and kayaks and stuff enjoying the hmm. The water. And every year I debate about getting a canoe for, you know, something to jam the whole family in, go out on the river, whatever, paddle around, look at stuff. I don't know what else you really do. There's no place to go in particular. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't but, have one, I think. Yeah, well, I started looking and um, and then I was like, oh, well, should we get one canoe or two canoes or a kayak or like a three-person kayak and then maybe a two-person kayak. Like, what should we... There's a whole lot of choices here. Now, the canoes, it seems like if you get a canoe, you can get a really big canoe and they're deep. They can be deep, which means they displace more water, which means they can hold more weight. They have a bigger draw. Do you know how that works? Like, why boats float? Uh... It's the the amount of <laughs> they displace more water than they than they than they occupy, right, or something like that. Well, no, they displace exactly the amount of water they occupy, but no, <laughs> like if you were to push the boat, like if the boat was submerged or whatever, right, it would yeah. displace more than. Well, I don't know, no, I don't know. <laughs> Explain it to me, will you? But it might. I could have this completely wrong, but my understanding is essentially the boat can weigh so take a canoe as an easy example mm-hmm. right you can put as much weight in a canoe as the water that it displaces weighs oh okay there you go that's what i'm yeah i think that's right which is pretty bonkers so if you wanted to fill a canoe with like a thousand pounds and some of them are rated to carry like a thousand pounds <laughs> yeah well, a gallon of water weighs like eight pounds. Pint. So, a pound the world around. Yeah. Yeah. So, is there eight pints in a gallon? Yeah. Yeah. So, what's that in, uh, how many How many gallons would you need to make a thousand? Let's just call it 800. So, you need a hundred, a little over a hundred gallons. That makes sense. That's about a re- like a really, really big bathtub, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think because I have like a- A canoe f- is like a really, really big yeah. bathtub. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty wacky. Well, of course. I mean, this is very apropos. What with the U.S. Fitzgerald, USS Fitzgerald, almost sinking recently. You've heard oh, this that's story? that's right. You know yeah, this? the ship that got hit by a what, – what hit it? I forget. A giant cargo ship from like, – A cargo ship because they, the they were like, hey, we don't need to shoot it. It's just a cargo ship. And yeah. then kabam, runs right into it. I guess we did need to shoot it in the face. <laughs> <laughs> they call that the bow. Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so I'm torn. I think, I think canoes can't carry as much weight, but you sit a little bit, you can kind of sit up high on those things. You can sit in them or kind of on top of them, but I like the paddles better with the canoes because you don't have to keep switching sides. You're kind of automatically on both sides because it's double ended. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
You need you need to get a canoe just so you can go around and say, "I canoe, can you?" <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't really want the whole family in the canoe. They'd probably drive me nuts. <laughs> well, then you can but get we could two ev- canoes. We could eventually get two canoes, I think. It's the, the crossing of the paddles that I don't think I'd like. You paddle on one side, and then it doesn't go very straight, and then you got to paddle oh, on the, the other. the back and forth. The back and forth, which yeah. might be okay. Huh. So You're right. Maybe we'll start with canoe, because you can put more stuff in it. And we'll do a canoe camping trip. On the Saco River, which everyone does around here? Uh, no, we'll just go right from our house to the river near our house. Okay. There's That's a, a, there's a campground in the woods, not too far from here, off the river. That's somewhat difficult to get to from the road. Where? You have to hike in. Or what town? It's a secret. It's a Boy Scout campground. Okay. Uh, it's not super big, but it's like there's a Boy Scout campsite, we'll call it. Okay. It's like right on the river, but you have to hike into it. A from site the, or a camp? Because there's a couple of those camps down in, but they're on the lake. Uh, it's not like a staffed camp, if that's what oh, you mean. Oh, no, yeah. That's what I meant. It's, it's a site. Okay. So, all right. Well, we'll pull the trigger on a canoe. I think that settles it. I, I did <laughs> that my debate. That settles it. I, your, your debate just now with me? Mm-hmm. The canoe, I convinced myself because it can carry more. I think not because I canoe. Canoe? No, not because of that. <laughs> It's got to have comfortable seats, though. I don't want any of these wicker seats. With no, I mean, they yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, so then new or used? What do you do? You look around on Craigslist, you find a used canoe, and then can I take a look? Sure. How about tomorrow night? And the guy's not there, and there's a hole in it, and all this stuff, and the paddles are extra, and you don't have life. It's crazy. I think I'll just go to the store and buy a new one. You go to the store. You go to the store and buy a new canoe. Yeah. Can you? Can't buy it. <laughs> new? I'm just cracking myself up at this terrible pun. <laughs> canoe? Canoe. Constant canoeing. Uh yeah, so good for you. I'm uh mm-hmm. I'm psyched. You're not interested? I don't know, I'm psyched about your new purchase. Okay, good. But uh yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's gonna be interesting to see how much. What are you, what are you reading? What's it's going on? You're distracted. It's gonna what are you be looking interesting at on your to see phone? much if you get used, because uh like I said, with the, like the Lego Mindstorm, this is the, this is I think it's a hang up of mine that I'm processing right now is uh, trying to get make sure things are getting used when we when we what? buy. Oh, the things that you get. Okay, what happened recently that you got that you don't use? Well, that Lego. Well, for instance, those Legos didn't get used, but you know, Mindstorms, yeah. Raspberry Pis. The Raspberry Pi got a little bit more usage once I turned it into a <laughs> retro gaming machine. Uh, put electric a new, oh, lawnmower. Uh, electric lawnmower. Well. <laughs> yeah, that will get used plenty. It, it's overdue to be used. Mm-hmm. Lawn's getting too long, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, I told you, my son did it the one time, then he fought us the second time, then yeah. I did it the third, like, I, I did it the last time, and now well, it's the first time, two weeks. the first time it's a novelty, and it's exciting. Yeah. The second time it's a chore. Yeah. 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 How do you make it fresh and new every time? Teach him how to make designs. Show him how to write his name in the grass. But then he still has to mow all the grass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's no way to make the lawn mowing, like, fun. <laughs> what about, uh, you know, audiobooks? Give him his cool well, headphones. Well, that's true. That is absolutely true, yes. And he just charged his phone. Because he was supposed to mow it on Monday. He didn't mow it on Monday. And 
they went to the pool today after school. And then so tomorrow he's like, but I was going to go over to my friend's house and, uh, you know, and, uh, uh, like, nope, no, no, you are not. (laughs) I'm putting my foot down on this. You have to move on first. Uh, I hate to be a bad guy here, but now it's like several days where I've let you off the hook and now it's too long. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be a problem for him. But your summer bridge books are coming along just fine. Yeah. You started. We did. We started. School let out. We even started on the weekend. My my daughter loves them, so it's it's still above. Like you know, color the triangles for her. So yeah, it's fine. My son's is a lot of like multiplication and division and these crazy word problems, and he's he's not doing bad actually. He did his second sheet on his own. Uh, I told him he could do. I said we're gonna try to do a sheet every day, and since we started late, I'd actually like to do them on the weekends as well. But I'm not going to, like, force you to finish them. I just want you to spend, you know, 10, 15 minutes, do as much as you can, and that's then be a, done. That's a good approach, yeah. And I think you'll find, much like many things, once you start, you'll want to finish it, even if it takes you 17 minutes. Instead yeah. Of that, well, I, what I tell them is, like, if you get stuck on something, just skip it, and I can look at it with you later. Oh, sure, anyway. sure. We'll just keep it brief. I don't want to pressure him to be like, you skipped this one. You can't move on until you finish it. It's, no, it's not. No, it's going to yeah. ruin the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think it's good just to keep them like, okay, this is schoolwork. It's not like completely foreign. So you get back in September and right. you're like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> if only we didn't take those last five days of dwindling downtime days, I would still That's be right. on. Yeah. <laughs> we would have covered this. Yeah. would have been caught up already. Um. I did tell him, you know, if he wanted to get ahead, <laughs> yeah. he could do more than one sheet in a day, and that sure. would he wouldn't have to do them in the following days. Now that's not as e- that's easier said than done because they're not you can't breeze through these things. They they take a little bit of work. Yeah, so he'd have to be motivated to to poke through those things. But whatever. Hey, what episode did you say this was? 167, 160 summer, I think I said. Are you sure? Because the notes have two episodes. Oh, you're right. 168. It's 168. That doesn't have the same sort of 160 summer effect as 167. (laughs) All right, it's 168. Put it back in. We didn't get any intro from from Richard. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I got feedback. My wife likes those intros. (laughs) She says, I love when he sends the intros in. I'm like, really? Good. Well, we should ask him to send more. More intros at Daz at Daz being Daz. From Michael? She's a, she's oh, a yeah, Michael Richard, fan? Not Richard. Oh, yeah, from Michael. Yeah. She likes thinking him. of Richters. Yeah. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. No, Richard. I'm thinking of Richard Hopwood, who is the the, the constant he, and he faithful was... liker on the Facebook. Yes. You know, sure I don't is. have access to that. If that this, then that account anymore that does that. Uh, okay. So. If I tried to, I lost the password to it. I tried to get it. I had two different separate keys. I emailed them. So there's no way for me to have any input on that automatic service that puts the, the Facebook post on. Computers are hard, man. I don't know. Well, yeah. Customer service is a little hard. <laughs> two factor authentication. Is this hard. is your customer service right here. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Well, I haven't identified. I need to have come up with some sort of activity for, um, my kids, yeah. like last summer, we, we said no we got, camp for you, huh? No, no, no. They, they have camp, but like, cause otherwise they will just sit down, like just get on technology all day and you know, they'll not, not entirely. Like they'll, they'll have some, be- they'll have some parameters, but okay, here, here's the thing. 
I want them to waste their time productively this summer. This is my yeah, my you. motto, yeah. right? You can waste your time or you can waste your time product- productively. productively. So have you made a list? Uh, no, I haven't because my kids are still in school, right? Okay. <laughs> so I have a couple days still. But for instance, nope. like I think if they get up every morning and they sit down on the computer and goof around on Minecraft, that is wasting time in a yep. non-productive way. If they go outside and play in the gym and they goof around with bugs and they go walk for a walk in the woods, that's productive waste of time. You know what I mean? I do. And I was actually thinking about this very thing today. Uh, and I was considering writing it out to say, you know, here's a list of things to do if you're bored. Right? Good. And it, it, the list that's started right, the with list. a lot of sp- – What? The list. Remember that list we had on the – This was the list. Pff, yeah. 100 episodes Lots ago of maybe. Lists. Yeah. So your wife made it, right? Uh, yeah. Um. Right, the list of things to hand this this applied to toddlers and really young kids. What's the what are the what is the list of things that they really love that you so you can pull them back from the edge when they're having yeah. meltdowns, right? Because in the spur of the moment, in the heat of the moment, you don't remember those things. You're just like, shut your mouth. You know. It doesn't work. Instead you say, Here are your bristle blocks and they go, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh <laughs> so the list was a little bit sportsy to start. Funny. Um Okay. Well, it was things like, you know, if you're super bored, go outside, shoot the basketball, like do the round the world type thing. Shoot, you know, from the side, from the top, from the side, sure. around the angles yeah, yeah, and yeah. take three each and something and then play. Or go out to the side yard and use your pitch back and throw at each corner X number of times, whatever. But it was very deliberate and specific around what are you know, kind of goal oriented. You know, you want to practice baseball practice it right don't just throw the ball weird you know think about your your because yeah. we're getting into this now right he's i mean <laughs> his team did we talk about this yeah sure his team <laughs> what, what are you giggling about well this is gonna open up some wounds for me from this weekend but go on oh sorry so, no his it's team fine won the league championship right you know in a three-game playoff series, they won two out of three. But it was this whole big thing. You know, the coaches got all into setting this up, and they were excited about it. He got this really tall trophy, and he compares it to his other trophies. And uh, and we talked through the season a lot. I'm like, you know, you can play. You can play baseball. You can just play. But if you want to get better, you got to do some, like, deliberate practice. You know, you got to think about how you're throwing each time you throw – and not break down and fall back into your into your bad habits. Yeah. So that's been a recurring theme. Same thing with soccer. It's like if we're going to hear be here playing soccer, let's play actual soccer instead of just kicking the ball with our toe every direction yeah. we possibly can. As hard as you can. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that that is a common theme and I'm trying to work it into the summer, not as like you know, I'm going to come home at the end of the day and I want to see you checking off the list that you did 10,000 push-ups and jumping jet. That's not it. Just, hey, when you are bored and you want to go play, I still want you thinking about um, working toward something. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. I'm not At saying, least a little bit. I'm not saying go to the playground and every time you do the jungle gyms, think about like your form and all this. That's, that's right. That's over, are you really? That's that's over the top then. You need How to. are they going to get on uh, American Ninja Warrior yeah. otherwise? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, this weekend, what happened? This weekend, something happened to me, which uh, I'm going to bring up, and um, it was it was sort of it was a 
it was something that I reacted in a way which I was surprised at myself and that, that I couldn't come down from it. So take a real high level, right? I've coached my daughter's team. And as you've, as the listeners have, if you're listening, you understand that I've, we've gotten somewhat into it, right? I've, I've invested myself in my daughter and her teammates and, uh, uh, maybe I've gone overboard. Maybe I've not, but I haven't. No. But I, no but, I, but I've enjoyed it. I've come to enjoy it. Like I, I would say a year ago, well, last spring, I was just like, I'm doing this out of sort of obligation because nobody else will do it. But then this, this fall, something changed. And, uh, I was like, all right, I'm into this now. And then this spring, I'm like <laughs> really into it. So, um, this coming week, cause you were, cause you were winning. That's why. Well, I know because in the spring we, we <laughs> did, too, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I can't answer okay. you, but this, but this over the weekend, I was told that I wasn't. So my daughter, this is also so sort of weird to talk about because it's like a lot of bragging and comparing my daughter to other girls in town. So I don't really want to do that, but. The way that Acton breaks it up is there, they will do travel teams. And so we have the town league, then we have the travel league, and then there is like a club league and a club. And you can, the level of skill progresses as you go from town to travel mm-hmm. to club. Club. Yeah. And as, as does the cost, there's an order of magnitude between club and travel team and between travel and town. It's like a double, but, but it's like a year commitment too. Whereas town league is either fall or spring. Or you yep. can do both, obviously. But you have to make the team for travel, and you have to make the team for for the club league. So you got to try out. You have to try out. Yeah. Now my daughter does well at soccer. Now I want to keep this in perspective. She's eight, right? But mm-hmm. for the eight year olds in Acton, she does well. She is in the top uh, third of the top quarter of the girls that tried out. So, they, so she's going to make the, uh, there's going to be two travel teams and she's going to make the better travel team. Now, this is all sort of weird again because it's eight year olds, but as it shook out, there were, uh, my daughter, so I'm a head coach. There's four, there's four town teams and my daughter was going to make the team, the, the A team. And of the other three, on the other three teams, none of the coaches kids, we're going to make the A team outright. Now, there's do some some shuffling. One of the other coaches' kids is now going to make because the, the way the, the there's other inf- other inputs come into it. So oh, and one yeah. of one of the girls was on the bubble and she's going to make the team because different reasons. So she's fine, good player. And her dad, let's call him Sam, has a lot of experience coaching other at soccer at other different levels. She's got an older brother. He's coached travel teams. Great. So. There is me and Sam who are head coaches and we have people from both of our teams. And then there is another coach who my assistant coach, whose daughter is going to make it and we will call him Jimbo. So we kind of made the assumption that Sam, myself and Jimbo would Jimbo is a funny name. Jimbo would you would be the three coaches because they take three coaches on for the for the 18 for the 18. The division director and he's sort of like in charge of all the under eight girls. Comes to us on Saturday, me and Jimbo, who coach together, and after after the games on Saturday, and he says, "I can only take one of you, and I'm going to take Jimbo because I know his coaching mm. style." And to me, I had a I, I I 
And then there was some other information, but I don't really want to talk about other people in, involved with this. But they were going to bring in a third person that was that is not currently coaching, whose daughter was on his team. And I had a really, really hard time accepting that I was not going to be a coach anymore. With the so you're not the head coach. No, I wasn't going to be any coach. Like he wasn't going to put me on the coaching staff at all. And I went ran the gamut of emotions on this from right, right, right. But who's the head coach? Or was probably Sam. This isn't okay. all flushed out yet. M- maybe by the time this podcast drops, it will be because they don't release all the rosters until after school is out because they don't want the kids talking amongst each other. Oh, I made the A team, but I didn't make mm-hmm. the a- I didn't get the email right. So uh, they don't want that to happen during the school year. So they wait till school's over, and then so the emails will all go out Thursday. Wow, that was loud. I wonder why that happened. Jeez. Mm, um. So I had a so, wicked hard time accepting this. I was, and I said, I ran the gamut of like, I'm going to go punch that guy's lights out. Not really to like, what, yeah, what does he have against me? Did I do something wrong? Was it a parent complaint that I don't know about that nobody's known about? All of the above, I think. And yeah, the full range of emotions. <laughs> and I was, I even got to the point where I'm like, and by like Sunday. So this happened Saturday morning. By like Sunday afternoon, I was starting to come to like acceptance of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And because the other thing was, like, I've been the head coach for the team for, like, at least three seasons. That's spring, fall, you know, fall, spring, fall, uh, with Eric as an assistant. And I'm like, why would you? And, like, the real thing is I don't think the division director was being completely – Did you just say Jimbo? I said Jimbo. Did I say Eric? It doesn't matter, right? Good for Eric. <laughs> Eric is a wonderful guy, and he, and he and he's going down the coaching staff still. But, uh yeah, <laughs> he, he – uh, it was just like, I couldn't process it. And he's like, well, I don't, I know Eric's coaching style because I coached with him over this winter session that I didn't participate in. And I was right. like, I've been ahead or I've been on the coaching with you at the, with, with, uh, the division director for, since the girls were bef- four years old before they were whatever they are before they're, before they're kinders. So, so there's micros, kinders, and then, you, then they go, you, whatever, you seven, then you eights, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, for four years, I've coached. Like a, a in this division, you know, you should know by now what my coaching style is like. So he was, I don't think, being completely straight with me. I don't really mm-hmm. know why he wasn't. I, so I still haven't gotten a complete answer out of him, but I did get him on the phone on Sunday night, and I was like, "Listen, I, you know, I, I was very upfront with him, but I had a really hard time like accepting it." And I, like I said, by Sunday afternoon, I was starting to be a little more objective about it. But I just, I, to the, to right now, I'm still shaking my head and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. How can I not be coached? Like, what am I going to do? It's going to be weird. And right. that, here's the weirdest thing that crossed my mind this weekend. I was like, wait, if I feel this way about this girl's soccer team, how do like politicians who lose like major elections feel who have like done, you know, all this like campaign trail and all this stuff? Like, how does Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton get out of bed? Like, I don't even understand. Like I was like weird, really weird, really weird sort of emotions, range of everything. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see a sort of day in the life. Yeah, I think they they've come to expect it because they don't. You didn't have to uh, win an election to coach. You just kind of said, "Hey, I'll coach." And they said, "You're sweet. You're in." You know. Yeah. Well, not uh, even that. Like, like I didn't want to coach, and the division director like called me right. up. He said, right. "Can you coach?" So he asked me to coach in the past, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So to have, yeah, to have to be cut from a volunteer's position. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, see where you're right, from. right. That happened to one of the baseball coaches at the beginning of the baseball season. This guy I know, 
He sponsors his company sponsors the teams. He has his own little construction business, and uh, they, uh, you know, he he wanted to be a, what they call a, a team manager, right? They have managers and coaches and all this weird stuff, and they didn't take him. They were like the guys who run the league were like, no, nah, they didn't give him a team. What? What? At at, at first, I think he ended oh. up with a team, but the same thing happened. It's like he's like, I don't believe this. What's happening? Like, how could you not give me a team? <laughs> <laughs> and. It's. It, I guess it was just a situation where maybe they had enough coaches, and then who do they pick? You know, it's a good place to be because yeah, then you can sort of sure. pick the good but, ones. But then if you're the volunteer coach that gets cut, yeah. I'm not saying this is your situation. Well, no, it was though. Very much. That's how I felt. <laughs> like, what? How do I? How, Am I what did so I do? bad that you yeah. won't take me for a volunteer position? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. You know, and I, I'm actually mildly worried that I would be one of those uh, cut coaches as well. Because after hanging out with many of the other the baseball coaches and the other soccer coaches, I probably have the least patience of all of them. That's that's it's that's definitely become apparent. I'm like, how is it that you are standing here and with a you know this calm attitude, being like, hey guys, can we uh, settle down over there? I'm like, I would be throttling all of them, and I'm still going to do it, even though I'm not. Gonna- you know, kids are literally just like swinging the bats around in the dugout, throwing water on each other. Coach is like, "Hey, guys, guys, could we? Uh, do you think you could just kind of put that stuff down and maybe watch watch the game? Your teammates are playing. You're making a lot. I'm like, you, what? Like this is your, you? <laughs> they're not listening to you. You know. So the, yeah, people have a lot more patience than I do. I'm um, well. So that's the that's part of like I'm like I tend to be vocal, more vocal than other people. Like yeah, with with sort of like. But I, I always thought it was productive. Like he, if he asked p- opinion, I'm usually like the one of the first ones to respond via, via email or, or other people don't reply all. But I'm like, right. there's four teams. There's only eight people on this distribution list and it's about the whole division. I would think that, you know, it's okay. Reply, uh, re- reply all situation is called for mm-hmm. here. It's like, what do you guys want to yeah. do? Do you guys want to play this weekend with the rain or not? And you're like, I'm in. I'd always be like, yeah, I'm in. And so, uh, I do think the division director sort of uh, not babies, but he does go a little softer on them uh, than I would. Like, I'm like, so what? It's raining. Let's coaches go play. play. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, you know that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Not like, yeah, you know. So, well, you do have to take a position of at least in the rain situation. Yeah. As a coach, you have to take the position of look. I can't ca- cancel practice just because I don't want to get wet. Right. Yeah. If if even 50% of the team or even 25% of the team wants to practice, then I should hold practice so that they can come and the other kids can stay home. There's a weird sort of inversion to that where it's like, if you don't cancel, people feel obligated to go and then they still blame you if their kid gets sick or something. It's 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 like, make your own decisions, right? You sign them up, you want them to play. Don't feel all relieved when practice is canceled because you don't have to go. Like you should want to be there. Um, rain or shine or whatever, and possibly not. And my daughter, anyway, look, so- my daughter doesn't care. She wants to go, so I'm like, yeah, I want to go because I, you know, I've this is what my daughter was. She signed up for soccer. She wants to play soccer. Right. Let's play soccer. Yeah, it's so a little the, misty. But- I don't in, in 40 degrees. I don't care. The kids want to play. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that that is my that's my goal for next season. I would like to. Uh, I'm going to have more patience. Try to see how that see how that goes. I'm going <laughs> to let. The one annoying kid usurped the entire practice with his inane chatter and questions. No. And ruined every I, I, single I, one of my drills. I don't think that's the right answer. I don't. No? Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. So here, this other thing is that, like this, the guy, uh, what I call him, Sam, <laughs> Sam, like I said, he's more experienced coaching and he looked at like the roster and he knows the girls because we've all been coached. Like I said, we've all been coaching these girls for four years. And he says, he's like, this team is going to be good. Like they're going to compete in the state level, like with any other U8 team. I'm like, really some of the like big towns around here. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So. There's this that 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 gives like a connotation a little bit like well let's push them a little bit let's let's oh see, you're right you yeah, know exactly and you start winning you want to win some yeah. more you know so it's uh, that happened in baseball we were winning you know we're, they're winning their games during the season we go to the playoffs they start winning and I get a little more on edge with the boy I'm like all right dude you know this is final playoff game this is first game of the whatever series I don't know what we even call them. You got to be on your game, right? You got to be out there paying attention. No picking sand up. No like throwing your glove up in the air. Any of this nonsense, right? He he got to pitch the last two innings of game one, which was pretty cool. Nice, yeah. Because he he basically struck everybody out. He he struck out I think two out of the three each inning, and then one of them got a hit, which then he made the play on to get them out. Nice. So that was pretty cool to watch. Yeah. He's pretty excited about yeah. that. Um, it's cool to be the closer. <laughs> yeah, well, right? a lot of uh, pressure, but also a lot of a uh, you know risk reward well, we, situation. We were ahead by uh, by one run. <laughs> Whoa, really? So he's a legit yeah. closer. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> I think actually, I think he was we bat. Yeah, we batted second. So we scored the last run in the la- in an overtime inning so it was it was extra innings in overtime, overtime. <laughs> the the games are usually 6 innings yeah he so he pitched the la- he pitched 6 and 7 and kept kept them you know no score so it was still tied wow and then in the bottom of the 7th we hit in, we hit in with some one of the kids you know, one of the kids got a hit and then, of course, stole second and third because it always happens. <laughs> and then another kid got a hit and the kid on third comes running home and they threw the ball to home. Whoa. And the catcher, the catcher caught it. Whoa. And he just, he came around with the tag just a little too late. So the oh, kid slid into home no. and he was totally safe and that was wow. the whole game and everyone cheered and the other kids cried. <laughs> this is funny because like a week ago you were saying, oh, it'd be better if, you know, it's good for the pitcher to let the kids get hits. That's the point of it. And yeah, now you're like, no. yeah, he got them all out and it was awesome. Well, I mean, he was pitching balls that could be hit. Okay. Right? He was pitching strikes. Yeah. Uh, they just missed them. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much more you can do than that, right? He's pitching them over the plate. He's not pitching them too fast. Uh, yeah, they just missed them. Uh, I do think it would be better if there was more fielding, more action, more hits. Uh, it's definitely more fun for everyone. But um, but yeah, so back to your point, that pressure builds up, right? Then all of a sudden, you're now yeah. you're this travel team, you're doing well, <laughs> you're you're winning more. It's like, hey, kids, we're going to the state championships. You got to start behaving like state champions, right? <laughs> or showing up in a suit and tie and all that. <laughs> well, you're going to be at practice starts an hour earlier. We're going to be doing more laps and push-ups, and I want you drinking these special protein drinks. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to happen. Getting to bed. You're going to bed by 6 o'clock tonight. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
weighing them in every morning, checking their yeah. even the multivitamins. No, 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 to take no guys, don't go play in the jungle gym. I want you to sit down. Why don't we put a show on? I want you guys fresh <laughs> for the game. Which is, by the way, the most absurd right. thing. But it's th- it's stuff that we do now. Well, I haven't done that yet, but it's stuff that people do like because. And remember, when we were when we were kids. They never, man. We used to play whatever, play, 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 play. It was uh, uh yeah, my my soccer team won the state championships. Oh, did they? I don't remember what I season never, it was I or was how old I was. I was. Oh yeah, because you were an acting. <laughs> yeah, I was right. an acting. Yeah. But we won. We won the state champs. I really wish I could remember the division or the, <laughs> the age group. Huh. But I don't remember feeling any pressure. Oh, really? Good. Good. That's no. That's good. I don't, I don't, the coach probably yelled at me all the time, but I don't remember that. Hmm. So. Hmm. Yeah. So. Whew. So camp started. School's out. The day after school ends. They go to camp already? They go to camp because they, they line up, they go to the uh, Boys and Girls Club camp. It's the greatest thing oh, ever. Oh, yeah. It, Grace has gone to that in the past. There's all these like, you know, it's camps so named after Native Americans and stuff yeah. where they charge you $60,000 for the summer to make your it's, – it's so yuppie. Yeah. I mean, no offense to anyone who does this because it seems kind of cool. They all get to do archery and swimming and team building and all this crazy stuff. It's just ridiculous cost. And I don't know who they're paying, maybe all these teenagers to hang around and text each other, but – we got this boys and girls club in our town, yeah. and it's kind of a not such a great building. We liked it. Their van broke down, so they couldn't go swimming today, which wasn't cool. Oh, wait. The camp's there. Grace went to one, and it was at the high school. Yes. The younger kids go to the high school. Oh, okay. Okay. So my daughter is actually in the high school, and my son is at the boys and girls club. Itself. Okay. And they, they just they take a walk to the playground. They hang out. They do playground yeah. stuff. They set up a kiddie pool at one point. They Whatever. They just hang around. They basically hang around the schools. Productively waste time. Without doing school work. Yeah. Yeah. It is their dream. They were so happy about it. Yeah. They were slightly not looking forward to camp. Like, oh, I don't know. Am I going to know anybody there? And we pull it. Well, I didn't drop them off. But they pull in. They rode in on their bikes, of course, this morning and immediately saw, you know, friends, this so-and-so. They see all these things. It's the greatest thing ever. And they didn't want to leave at the end of the day. Yeah. So they love it because it is literally like. All day recess is what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a fan. I wish we yeah, had more. You, you you can't keep them that busy at home. They don't have. I used to think. I used to think like ah, we'll just keep them home. We'll find things for them to do. They can play outside. We don't need to pay all this money for these extra things. Well, yeah. well, first the Boys and Girls Club camp is super cheap. Well, yeah, super cheap. Uh. And they had like but, the foosball table and the gymnasium. The gymnasium's huge, right? Because oh, yeah, 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 you know, it's the balls everywhere. But all they pass. really want to do is just play with their friends. Yeah, they want to be around their friends all day, making up games, playing Uno, splashing in the water. It's just it, they got to be around their friends, and they can't do that at home. No, not as with easy. With you, no, yeah, they don't want to be around you. You got to call. Uh, Sort of arranging play dates. Yeah, play dates. You got to call the other person and get to, hey, can Jimmy come over? Well, I don't mm-hmm. know. Let me see. And then, yeah. The so time I think is I, hard. Yeah. I think I told you last week that I promised my daughter, who's five, that this summer I would let them go to the playground by themselves. Really? Did we talk about this last week on the show? I, don't I think we did. we did. I don't know. We talked a little bit, so a, a little bit about how it work. It was just kind of out of the blue. I said, look, guys, this summer, you, you guys are big. My son is nine. My daughter's five. I'm like, you're, you're growing up. You're pretty independent. 
I said, this summer, this is going to be the summer where you guys can go up the road to the playground without us. Like, just whatever. On a weekend, on a free day you have, you want to go spend the afternoon at the playground, you can do it. So after I told her that, basically every day she would ask me, can we Yeah. <laughs> can we go to- <laughs> well, school's not out yet. Don't- we will. And then Sunday morning, her school ended Friday. Maybe it was Saturday. I forget. One, it was either Saturday morning or Sunday morning, right after school. And she woke me up at like 630 in the morning. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> we were at the playground today. I'm like, are you asking me if you can go by yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Let's, let's get set up. So this playground, I mean, and of course, as you know, what bothers me the most about this is not so much that the playground is out of sight from our house. Like, it's far enough away where I can't really see it. I can't see them. But they have to cross a road. Yep. Right? And, you know, we've all crossed roads. And we've all had situations where you think you should cross because there's someone slowing down and then they don't stop. And then it's like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's the primary thing we worry about. I'm not worried about kidnappers. I'm not worried about other weird stuff happening. I'm... My number one fear is that they will look and see a car that they think is stopping and they will step in the road and they will not stop and some moron that's texting will kill them. Yeah. That is my number one fear. And it's legit. It's it's legit, yeah. And that's the worst part about this whole thing. It's a rational fear. So I told them, I said, look, you're going to... And they're on board with this, right? I've brainwashed them with the whole car thing their whole lives. So. My son tells me, he says, no, you know what we'll do? We'll walk up this road here. We'll go around the corner and then we'll walk up to the top of the hill. And that way we can see all the way down both sides of the hill to make sure it's clear before we cross. Yeah. So that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, you know what's good about that though? The whole thing is that he is like thinking about it. Yeah. He's thinking about it. That's going to take him a long way. Yep. Yeah. So I gave them, they don't have cell phones. Apparently some kids in his class, Mm -hmm. he's in third grade. Mm Mm-hmm. They have cell phones. Yeah. I don't. I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't understand. (laughs) He's telling me, he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. (sighs) Sally is texting Janine. Like, the two of them are both in his class. Like, what? Did you say texting her? He's like, yeah, they they have phones. Dude, real quick. A couple couple weeks ago, uh, friends of ours, there's a son, Jason, and Helen's age. So, 10 and 6. Well, the Mm 10-year-old's like six months old. Well, like eight months older than Jason, whatever. They stayed at our house while we went. They had they had a big party. Uh, it was a Cinco de Mayo party, but it was in June. Whatever, don't ask. But they had a big party, so they had a bunch of people over. So uh, my sister in law, who's on the show, mentioned that she's my hero because she takes care of my kids when and lets all four. Yeah. But she also took on the two, the the host the of the party, two kids. Yeah. Well, she's like, it's like whatever, ten o'clock, and she hears voices upstairs. So she goes upstairs and finds a kid is FaceTiming another kid in the class, like from their school, like on his iPhone. Like she's like, uh, give me the phone. Like what? Uh, FaceTiming at ten o'clock at night. So yeah, I, yeah. And they're in fourth grade. Yeah, yeah. FaceTiming. What? Were they like doing weird stuff? I, I don't think so. No, because I think she, no, I, no. They were. Like, we mean it was. I don't know what you mean by weird stuff. They're in fourth grade. <laughs> I don't know, man. This this is just nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, it's so easy. They have no self control. Yeah, I know. To, to not do that at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so, so, so what, I mean, 
related to that, right? So what we did, we have these, I've had these walkie-talkies we've had forever. I said, uh, you know, we'll charge with the batteries. Well, you can take one to the playground. And they they were so excited about this. They both, they got their lunch boxes and they packed themselves snacks and drinks and lunch and sunscreen. And, uh, <laughs> and my son's like, all right, well, we'll go and I'll, I'll just check in every once in a while and let you know that everything's okay. And so... I'd set like a timer on my phone. I'm like, well, I should, I'd probably, because I would forget about them almost immediately. <laughs> it was more to remind myself. Yeah. Because as soon as they were gone, I just like, hey, I, where the kids aren't here. My wife must have taken them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was, it was amazing how fast I just forgot that they existed. So, so I set a timer like, so every 15 minutes I would check in with them. But so he called me like every 10 minutes. So before my timer would go off, he'd be like, dad, everything's, Still okay. Breaker, breaker. This is Eagle reporting to the nest. Not. He goes, this is what he does. He goes, everything, everything's still okay, Dad. Not, I mean, everything's okay because it was fine before. It's, it wasn't not okay. Everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. See you later. You know, and then he, 10 minutes later, he calls back. Everything's okay. <laughs> uh-huh. just, and they were there for a couple hours. And then finally he calls and he's like, all right, Dad. Uh, we're probably gonna head home soon. Molly has to use the potty. Over and then, I'm like, okay, over. So he leaves, and then I get one more call. He's like, uh, "Dad, we stopped at the neighbor's house to pet the dog." And then, like a half hour goes by, and I don't hear from him. I call him back, like, "Max, you there, bud?" And I don't hear from. Him. And I told him, like, if I call you on the walkie and you don't answer, I'm gonna try like two, three more times. I'm going to wait a little bit, but if you don't answer, I'm going to come and get you, right? So you can't like wander way off from the, you can't put it somewhere where you can't hear it. And he didn't answer, so I wandered over the neighbors and there, <laughs> <laughs> this is my, he's, he's an older guy, he doesn't have kids, but for, for whatever reason, he had the hose out and he let the kids play with it. So they're over there just spraying each other with the hose. <laughs> and my daughter goes running out, she's like, I'm going home to get my bathing suit and and I'm just laughing. This guy's name's Richard. And Richard looks at me. He's like, is she really getting her bathing suit? I'm like, yeah, dude, you created this. <laughs> and I, I, nice. I left. I go, just send him over whenever you're done with him. It's fine. <laughs> just kick him out. And I left and went home, went back to what I was doing. <laughs> and my daughter, my daughter went running back up the street in her bathing suit. Anybody with a hose, they love it. You got a hose, you got a puddle of water somewhere, though. They're yours. So that was a fun adventure. Wow, that's a it's, they, a it's a milestone, man. Yeah, it was a big milestone. I think we we've I, you know I still we've had some we let the kids go on their bikes around the neighborhood and it's still right. like because uh, it's like oh yeah sure go around you can go around the big loop whatever and then you know two minutes after that someone goes whipping by your house yeah thirty five miles and you're like right. oh my gosh and then you're like oh please check in please come back oh, when they don't <laughs> come back for a while that's always like a fun time. Again, number one fear is your neighbor's crazy driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is... It's yeah. not... I'm not even that worried about, did they fall off their bike and scrape their knees? You know what? They usually end up limping home crying. You can you can hear there's blood everywhere. Yeah. They're screaming, but they still manage to wander back to the house. It's fine. I'm not saying when they're crushed by a car. If they just fall down, scrape their knees or something. But that uh, that's saying something. It's kind of terrible. Yeah. And we do a lot of victim blaming in that regard to be like, well, it's the kid's fault. They should have paid more attention. They should have looked both ways before they crossed. Like that is not yeah. so far beyond that at this point. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Residential streets, somebody going 40 miles. In, no, no. 
blaming the kids. You should be ashamed of yourself. Everyone. But it's good for, like I said, good for Max because he's like thinking about it. Well, if we go this way, it'll be safer. And Yep. Yeah, so. I have brainwashed him over the years. That's not brainwashed. That's teaching. <laughs> teaching. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a big, that was a big milestone for us, though. I mean, they've gone, they wandered to the neighbors' houses a lot, but this was the crease. The, why did I say crease? This was the street crossing experience, and then, of course, so I, you know, it's funny, so I pasted it, posted it on crease the. Uh, crossing. I don't know what I was saying. Street crossing. Crease yeah, crossing, crossing, right? Crease crossing. <laughs> I posted it on the Facebooks, and I got some people, other people, like, oh yeah, we do that. My son, our kids, that playground, and one of them's like, next time, send them over to our house to pick up our daughter, right? Yeah. And he's already getting to, starting to get a little silly with the the girl stuff. Just any girl related anything, like, <laughs> like cooties, like silly. No, he doesn't say stuff like that, but he gets suspicious, right? I'll be like, well, also this same girl we saw we saw her kayaking with her parents. We were riding up the bike trail. These are nine year olds. We were riding our bikes up the bike path next to the river, and they were getting out of the river, putting their k- kayaks away. She was wearing a bathing suit, and we rode past, and then I turned around to go say hello, and she put a towel on, <laughs> and I looked at her, I said, oh, did you fall in the river? She goes, no. <laughs> Wait, how old is she? Nine. So she's being modest. She was being modest, yeah. Oh, good for she's her. Being being a little, uh, I mean, it was, it was like a, you know, big, it's not like this tiny, skimpy little bikini thing. It was like a big kid bathing suit, yes, right? Still, good for her. <laughs> Well, you you saying good for her for being modest? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're using the term in a weird way, or she, I'm saying I'm saying she was being like a little embarrassed, and that's not such a great thing. Uh, right? Okay, and well, she was okay. being embarrassed because like one of her boy classmates was there. It could have oh, been me, could have been him, could have been whoever. Because she was standing there without a towel on in front of her parents. Well, I think it's part of growing. Start. It's part of it's part of growing up. Yeah. So it's cute to see happen. So my, yeah, my yeah, yeah, they sure. said, you know, next time send the same people. They said next time he goes to the playground, send him by our house to pick up uh, pick up our daughter. <laughs> and so I told him, I'm like, hey, you know, next time you go to the playground, you can just swing by uh, Susie's house there. Yeah, because she can go with you. And he's like, giving me the side eye. Why? <laughs> you know, I'm like, so she can go play at the playground with you guys. She told you this? <laughs> like, well, no, her parents told me, but they probably asked her first. He's like, hmm, we'll see. <laughs> you know, it's not like his boyfriends would be like, yeah, sweet, totally. It's already, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that's adorable. It's adorable, but it's like, oh my goodness, I'm not ready for that sort of activity. <laughs> Well, it's amazing how they sort of know that it's weird. Or they sort of know girls and boys yeah. without really knowing, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's uh, instinct. I believe that's what it's that's in- called. Instinct, yeah. yeah. Huh, hmm. I don't know. Let's see, what else? Yeah, I mean, I, I got nothing else that I'm going to tap into with uh, four to five minutes left. No, I got a, no I got a ton. I mean, anecdotally... I was rampaging at the playground again this weekend during the baseball playoffs. What do you mean rampaging? So, pro tip, pro tip, okay? okay. Yeah, tip? yeah, yeah, tip, tip, tip. Anytime you're going to visit a public play, play public park, playground, Put place, whatever, with the kids, uh, throw a rake in your car. <laughs> okay. If you don't already have one, or see if there's one there. Because anywhere there's a slide, 
especially these, you know, the wood chip places, unless they have the, the permanent matting in the playground, any, anywhere there's a slide with sand or wood chips in the area, there gets, it, you get a big hole at the bottom. Kids wear it out. gets really deep. These things okay. can get horribly dangerous, right? The slide at this playground where, where we oh. have baseball. Oh, I know what you're saying. I, I see where you're going. The drop from the slide to the bottom of the pit was like taller than my daughter. It was huge. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So I spent like a half hour with my shoes and my hands raking all the wood chips around the playground and smoothing out the landing and making it nice and soft for the kids. So that was fun. And they, they I swear they would have broken their neck had I not done that. They were, they were pouring So wait, how did water. you fix it? Just by raking the wood. Oh, you had a rake with you? No, I just used my hands and feet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, you bring a rake so you don't oh, bring use your hands and feet. Okay. Yeah. I didn't follow my I'm own not sure advice. this is going to be. <laughs> do what I didn't do and bring a rake. <laughs> don't do what Donnie <laughs> don't does. Uh, two other things happened at the playground the same day. Mm-hmm. One. And I don't know what Tiger Mom book you're reading and this kind of stuff, but cut this nonsense out, all right? There's a kid climbed up these monkey bars. Uh, it's like the circular monkey bar thing. It's weird. He gets himself all the way on top. He gets like halfway around, and he has a panic attack. Uh-oh. Right? His, his knees are digging into this thing. He's crying his brains out. He's like shaking. And I'm on the other side of the playground pushing someone else's kid on the swing. I don't know how I get myself into these things. Really? I don't even know the kid. Ugh. She's just like, can you push me on the swing? I'm like, sure. I bet your mom's staring right at us and she's not going to do it, but I'll do it because I'm not a jerk. Dude, I, I, so, I won't do it. <laughs> not on the swings. <laughs> I won't push other kids on the swings. Well, you know what it was? I would have taught them how to pump, but she was in like the handicap swing that you can't pump on. Okay. Well, maybe I'd push in the handicap. I have pushed yeah. in the handicap or the like right. toddler swing. So yeah. Those they can't, they can't yeah, pump. Yeah. Oh, they can't fall out either. The other right. one I would have, I would have shown them how to, how to pump if they couldn't. So I hear this kid screaming. I'm like, what's going on with this kid? So I go over there. I mean, go over to like, you know, I go jogging over there. And there's, there's a woman standing like not six feet away, just kind of looking at him. Right. And here I'm like, here we go with the bystander syndrome. Right. Here's this lady who's like, oh, it's not my kid. I don't know what to do. I don't want to touch him. I'll get arrested. Right. So I climb right up the ladder. I get on top of the thing. I throw him over my shoulder. I climb back down and put him on the ground. I'm like, you're cool, dude. Just don't go up there again if you're going to get stuck. Where does he go? Right to the lady that's staring at him because that's his mom. <laughs> no, I'm like I want to slap her in her face. I swear, dude. No, like, don't are do you the slap? Bad idea. The slap. Don't do the slap. No. There were so many people I wanted to slap. So many people. Yeah. So I, I walk away from this. I can't. I'm not going to deal with you right now. Just mm, whatever you. God, worst. Here I am. Sorry, we're running long, but I got to tell you we're more not. playground Fine. anger. Yeah, I'm taking the stats for the playoff baseball games. Right. <laughs> Because I'm not a coach, but I help out the coach. I do all the stats. First time I've ever done it, I didn't know how. I'm looking out in the outfield. This big field. like So just past our outfield, there's a bunch of soccer goals laying around because that's where the soccer fields are. And there's this group of kids around like the U6 nets. or They're tiny, tiny nets. You know what I mean? And they're playing this game where they're flipping the net over and they're like diving underneath it trying to get out the other side before it crushes them. <laughs> Great. And they're going back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Back. And I look over at the row and parents. I'm like, guys, I'm busy. Can you go do something about this? And I point out there at those kids, and they all just kind of look at me. They're like, what? What do you mean? No one goes. Ugh. Not a soul. I'm like, what are you guys doing? So I stomp off, like, 
just before, I was like, all right, I'm going to let this go. Safety dad overload is what we're dealing with here. One of the kids gets his legs trapped under the net. Of course. Pulls himself out, right? And I think, all right, fine. That's the end of it. They're done with this. Um, literally, you know what their next decision is? They move 10 feet over to the bigger net. <laughs> the bigger one? The full-size oh nets. Oh, my gosh. They start flipping the full-size net not over. Not the full-size And diving underneath this thing. I'm not kidding. Dude. Not a soul gets up to do anything about this. What? So I go stomping off into the outfield through our game, through these kids. <laughs> Stand right in front of it. Dude, no. that's dangerous. Yeah. No. Like, no. No more. End it now. Get out of here. There's a playground there. Yeah. There's a basketball court. There's all kinds of things for you to be doing. Do not touch these nets again. They're like, whoa, what's the problem? Like, you're going to get killed. That's yeah. the problem. I don't want to be standing over your heavy. tickets. That's from my game and watch that thing hit you in the neck oh my and gosh. you die. He's like, yeah. it already landed on me once. I'm fine. I'm like, get out of here. And I was like, <laughs> so furious with them. They didn't know what to do. So I walked away back to the baseball field and I basically... <laughs> I basically yelled at all the parents that were sitting there watching oh. the game. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, why didn't you do something? And I just walked right past them. The kids didn't move. They all just stood out there next to the goals, like staring at each other. <laughs> they didn't know what to do. <laughs> they stood like for like two more innings. They just stood out there staring at each other. Oh, man. <sighs> I don't know what's happening with people. Like, can we use some sense? They, like I bet you anything, their parents and their brothers or whoever were off playing another game on another field, and they were just left to their own poor decision making. And she, I've ma- I definitely have made worse decisions as a kid, but no one could see me doing it. Well, right, right. yeah, that's th- and and no joke, those nets have killed kids. They have killed kids. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. On that field, they've actually killed oh, a kid. Jeez, someone jumped up, grabbed the net. Yeah. On the yeah, high part, yeah. it tipped over, fell on yeah. their neck, and they died. Yeah, that's awful. But yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't have. I used to be more shy about telling kids no. that weren't my own kids to, mm-hmm. you know, not to do something. Not anymore. Not if it's like <laughs> it's pissing me off, or if this, it's like stupid. That whole weekend was getting to me for these reasons. There were three other things that happened, which I could go through for yeah. hours. But yeah. you like. Two occurrences with big brothers picking on little brothers, and I will not have that. Like, I will not put up with it. Yeah. One kid picked up his little brother by his armpits, swung him back and forth, literally flipped him up in the air so that he landed flat on his back. Like, it's like a three-year-old. Jeez. And had his mom not beat me to him i probably would have flipped him up in the air onto his back as well <laughs> like i'm so furious another kid is walking right behind me like past me while i'm taking stats he's holding his brother's little brother's shoulders and just kneeing him in the back every step he takes and his little brother's like crying going oh that hurts stop oh that hurts I turned around <laughs> i got on one knee on the ground in front of him i put a finger in his chest <laughs> I said, you keep this up. I'm going to walk you around this field doing that to you. <laughs> yeah. You got to be careful with the hands-on approach. <laughs> <laughs> One finger poked him right in the chest. That's all. Okay. Didn't grab. But the threat was definitely there. Mm. I'm not putting up with it, dude. It's the same. It's like... It's, it's bullying, right? But when it's yeah. siblings, it's like, that's fine. It's just siblings. That's how they learn. Yeah. No, it isn't. No, I, know. I mean, it's just bigger people and littler people. That's yeah. all it is. 
and with poor decision making. <sighs> I have ten more stories about this, but I'm not gonna. No, it's no. time to it infuriates me. Cue the music. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.